welcome back to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella, Hour 2. By the way, you guys, we do have a call-in line. If you want to call in and join the conversation, the phone number here, if you're watching us live, is 505-444-5059. I'm also monitoring the chat on social media, on X, Rumble, and Facebook. I'm, I can see your chat. So if you put in a message, if you're too shy to call in, you can always put in a message in those platforms. And, uh, and I will, you know... We'll all see it here, and we'll respond to you. And don't forget to say hi to mom. Mom. That's right. My mom always watches the show every week. Mom, hey, love you bunches. I'm glad you're watching. Oh, I got a call. I got a call. What do you know? Good. (laughs) This is somebody we know. Hey, Tamara, you're on with Becca and Stella. What's going on? Hi, guys. Hi, Aunt. Hi, how's it going, Tamara? Fine, thank you, sir. <laughs> how's your wife? Goodness, doing fine. <clears throat> this morning, we I had to drop her off just before I came into the studio. We we had our car had its engine blown up, basically, and had to put a new engine in. And then we got the car back, and this was back in June, and for about a month or so, and then the transmission went out on it. Oh my so gosh! I have basically paid for the car twice. <laughs> And uh, so you know, it might be time to scrap uh, that car. I'm not really sure. It was a decision. I already spent so much money on the engine. It's like I wasn't going to scrap the car. So (laughs) and so I went ahead and paid for another Mm -hmm. transmission. So actually, this morning, Gwen, I went to go pick it up at Rich Ford, and uh, so I dropped her off before I came into this. Nice. So and we haven't had the car basically all year. It's been it's been gone since February. You know, I got a vehicle that's like that too, and I've got a a work vehicle. It's a 2005 Ford Escape that I bought brand new. And it now has about 400,000 miles on it. And uh, last year, uh, naturally, yeah, last year, I the engine blew up at mm. 350,000 miles. Mm-hmm. I'm not blaming it for that. It, right. it really, it, it was a real trooper. It hung in there. Sure. You know, but it ran pretty good right up to the end. And then it finally just threw a rod and, and it That's was exactly toast. That's exactly what happened to mine. You know, threw a rod. Yeah. And so I found another engine. It's getting hard to find used engines for a 2005 Ford Escape. There's not a whole lot of them left out there. But I found one with reasonably low miles on it, like 100,000 miles on it. And I had it installed. And I'm going to keep it going for as long as I can. And for as long as I'm doing field service work, I'm going to try to keep this thing going uh, as long as I can. Because I really don't. I'm kind of hesitant to get any loans on anything at this point. Uh, I'm just. I have a real bad feeling about that. You know, and I turn. I turn 61 here next week. No way. Really, Whoa, I, happy I do. birthday. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> okay. So what's on your mind, Tamara? Okay, guys. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, okay. We're waiting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, by the way, um, ha- hey, Tamara, I want to ask you, how do you, like, uh, how, do you, how do you like the improvements I did to the studio? How do you, you've been watching us today, right? Yeah, you like our like our yeah. backdrop and stuff. Awesome. Isn't that cool? I can put anything on there that I want. <laughs> yes, love it. Very yeah. awesome. Okay. Okay. Um, I would think you guys know, uh, but people should know if they don't. Koi is boots on the ground again, as always. He's always fighting for not only New Mexico people, but basically for. Everybody in America. We're going to try to have him call All in, of by the, the way, American Tamara. Citizens. And um, he is on his way back to D.C. Um, or a couple of days ago. 
he had that he was leaving today. So for his court case on the fourth for his appeal, um, cause they dropped what a couple of the charges, but they kept the trespassing one, I believe. Correct. Becca. I think so. Yeah. I think you're right. <clears throat> I, we're yeah, gonna we're gonna try to have him call in. We've been talking to him. I think he might call in. So I'll let you know if he calls in. We might have to, oh, that'd be awesome. We might have to bump you off to answer okay, his call. But, <laughs> okay. Um, Mel Kay, of course, is really trying to help him, and Anne, you know, Anne Vandersteel, um, and I'm sure some other people. Uh, but if he can win that appeal, that would set a precedent and. It would help in some way, at least, all of the J6ers. Mm-hmm. Well, that'd be a good thing. And that's, that's of course, you know, because Coy is always trying to save America and all the people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that's what, that's kind of typically what ranchers and lumber people do. They try and save the land, the animals, the people. That's what they are. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so... If they can win, which pray, pray, and pray for him, um, he's thinking that would help them. Well, I hope so. so. And I kind of mentioned it last night on the live streamers on the vigil, but I didn't say too much because, well, because, you know, <laughs> Mickey and Coy and <laughs> that whole thing. So I, I, I didn't want to, but I... Tried well, you, to mention it a little bit, but I know all the J6ers know because they know everything. You know, we and call so it we call it the, we call it the DC we call it the DC gulags, and it's a you know this series I'm watching yeah. on the Daily Wire about uh, Soviet the the old Soviet Union. That's where the word gulag came from. They were building these gulags all over the yeah. country, and they were they would. They would imprison people, and then, uh, you know, I, I've been reading a story uh, or watching a story about this one building. I can't remember what they call it, but it's right across the street from basically a big, huge uh, toy company. And then there's this building across mm-hmm. the street where they were impri- imprisoning people for years in the basement. And what they would do is, like, uh, every day they would march people out six at a time uh, into into this room that had doors on the, on the back wall. And it actually, they were just, the doors were just there to they they actually weren't doors to any plane anything they were doors that were over a, a a brick wall and the doors were there so that when they shot them in the back of the head that the bullet would not ricochet off and 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 hit the people that were doing the shooting and they were yeah. like so the whole gulag idea it, it came from the old Soviet Union and and the kind of stuff that they're doing. I mean, they're doing everything to these people in the D.C. gulags that they were doing to, like, these people back during the Soviet Union or Nazi Germany and all that sort of stuff. The only thing that is short of is executing people in the basement, which which I honestly think they would do that if they thought they could get away with it. I really do. Well, they try to when they they put them when they put them in solitary confinement. They give them shivs and they try and they tell them just end it all and you won't be tortured anymore. You know, I mean, they do horrible things to them. If you listen to them, themselves, the mm-hmm. prisoners, they tell you what's going on. When they talk to Mickey and Nicole Rissett, her husband is in there. Guy Rissett is in the gulag. Um, and Mickey, of course, Ashley Babbitt's mom. Um, 
But uh, you listen to the live streamers, and you, if you actually listen to the vigil, you know, the prisoners, they get on the phone, and they... And then, of course, they get in trouble for it because, you know, they're talking on the prison, the jail phone. <laughs> wow. But they they don't care because they want people to know. And probably the bad guys want people to know because they use it as scare tactics. Yeah. Yeah. That's also probably why they let them talk. All but, right. Any Anything else, Tamara? But anyway. We're going to try to talk to Coy. We're trying um, to reach no, out to No, that's it. Just pray, pray for Coy. And, okay, all righty. Bye. Okay, catch you later, Tamara. Bye. Yeah, I think was it Coy? I was just reading here that he he was acquitted. Of the, I guess he was charged for trespassing and for disorderly conduct at the J six meeting, and and he was acquitted of the disorderly conduct charge. But there's still, I guess, maybe he's going back for the trespassing charge. And so um, I think that's where we are right now in this court case. But um, it's amazing what this guy has had to go through. It is. And so. Um, We'll pray for him and hope that he gets through this. And lots of prayers. Yes, I mean we have a lot of people that that listen and watch this show, and you all guys all need to include Coy, Coy Griffin into your prayers because he is he's fighting for all of us. Mm-hmm. He is. You know the, the uh, you know they're going after Elon Musk. At, oh right, right, at X Twitter, X, right. whatever you call it. <laughs> um, and the other day, they were threatening and threatening him uh, that they were going to uh, stick it to him on the advertising. Well, we're all going to pull out of our advertising, and he really, really demonstrated the other day. And this was like on a on a talk show. I think it was on a, a television talk show. Is that what it was? Do uh, you remember what the show was? I don't remember what something called. It was some something deck or I don't yeah. Know what, yeah, I'm not but, sure what it was, but but. There was an, a live studio audience, and and the guy tells him, "It's like, well, you know, these people are threatened to threatening to to boycott uh, X or, or whatever, and cause you to lose your advertisers." And uh, and Elon Musk came right out to the shock of this guy and the audience. Well, they can just go f themselves, <laughs> and it's like, wow. I wasn't shocked. Elon Musk can't be bought. No, I, I wasn't shocked at all. As a matter of fact, I was very proud of him. I was too. Yeah, yes, in fact, go, it, it go ma- Elon. It <laughs> made me want to sign up on a subscription thing for X now because I'm not paying him right now to be on uh, X. Well, see, I think and, that'll have that same effect on a lot of people. I right. think this whole thing's going to backfire on right, them. And I think, I think there is a lot more of us than there than there are of them. And I think a lot of patriots are going to flock to X now, knowing that Elon, knowing exactly where Elon Musk stands on this. Yeah, well, there were. I guess it's Media Matters that was going after him, and then yeah. uh, Media Matters being funded by George Soros, of course, and and uh, and then Media Matters basically sends out something that he's uh, anti-Semitic, mm-hmm. and then they all all these other hangers-on then report that from the Media Matters, and then of course it goes out, and then of course uh, they then go to their advertiser and say you can't support this guy because he's anti-Semitic. But it's it's all propaganda. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, and, yeah, it used to be that they called us all racist, right. and now we're anti-Semitic. Exactly. You know, whatever the whatever the ism is of the day, right. that's what they're going to call us. Right. And so, and Elon Musk basically said, 
you are not going to blackmail me with money. Yeah, I'm not going to be blackmailed. intimidate me. Yeah, you can't yeah. intimidate me with money. Like, really? You're blackmailing with yeah. money, really? Yeah. I just spent $44 million to buy this Twitter. Oh, yeah, that's you know, right. I don't think your taking away advertising is going to make any difference to me. Yeah. No. Like, you know, no. So um, it's but, nice to be able to have that kind of money. <laughs> that kind of power. Yeah. yeah but same. you know what? He's, yeah. he's, he's dead on. I mean, he really believes in free speech. And I think that's the, that's the critical issue here, uh, as he was talking about at the very beginning. He's yeah. also made it very, very clear that he can't be bought. Exactly. And see, I think, uh, I think if anybody doubted him on that, I think, uh, just I, came out. I think everybody knows now. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. I don't know where Elon Musk stands when it comes to religion right. or anything, or even politically. Yeah. But one thing I know he believes in is he believes in freedom of speech. Yes, he does. And okay, that's enough for me. Same here. Yeah. And and I think that's a uh, and the fact that he was pay, probably paid way over what he's needed to pay for Twitter. Because I think he was trying to get out of deal oh, yeah. at the end. He, <laughs> he said he was just, he was <laughs> trying to he was trying to work him down on the price right, because exactly. personally I think he paid way too much. Yeah, he did. He did. He did. He did. But uh, you know, in the long run, given what he's what he's trying to do um, and make it available as a it's a true world platform for uh, open discourse. I think if that if that occurs, you know, everything like Facebook and Snapchat and whatever you, I think they'll all go away. And even if they don't, people will go where they want to go for real news. And if he can make Twitter the real news source or an open news source, let's not say real because you know there's always going to be bias in whatever media is out there. But the fact that if he wants to make a platform that allows open and free discourse, we should be proud of that and 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 support that. And so. So actually, I think I am going to join his subscription. I think it's eight dollars a month. I, I mean, might do that too. I mean, I've been on Twitter uh, right. for quite a while, uh, but I, I think I might just go for that blue check mark. Right, exactly. I might just go for it. Yeah, <laughs> 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 you know, the only thing I wish he would do, and it's like because I'm on Facebook too, and I most of the things I post, I post on Facebook Same because Twitter is limited on the number of characters, and, and that's very, very limiting on what I can post. Right. You know, so I use my my Facebook page, Freedom Speak with Becca Marie, on Facebook. Which, by the way, you guys, I want to ask you, please, uh, to help me. You know, I work really, really hard on this show. And it's like anybody that comes on this show can tell me. It's like I share my share my show notes with them and stuff like that. I do many, many hours of research each, each week to do a show. I do, you know, I watch a lot of things. I read a lot of things. I do a lot of research. Um, and so please like, follow, share. If you're watching on Rumble, hit that subscribe button down at the bottom. Um, click on the subscribe button. It doesn't cost you anything to do it. Just just click on the subscribe. It helps me get the word out to more people. And that's what my goal is, to try to enlighten as many people as possible. That's well, I what can, I try to do. I now. can validate that, that she sent me her, uh, her notes for today's show, and I went through it last night and uh, this morning even I went there's no way we're going to get through all this <laughs> no we I mean, never the fact do that she did all the research with the sourcing and and uh, the links and all that I went oh my god I mean there's a lot that she put together for these shows and now you know all that work is as it's for nothing because we're, we're going off. Stage. Oh, it's not for nothing. Trust me. <laughs> Little elements of all that stuff gets into the conversation. You know, I, one thing I'm noticing a lot about there are shows out there which are conservative talk shows, but yet they're out there telling things that are unverifiable. Mm. And they're sa- they're making claims that are unverifiable. And it's like, you know, sometimes I'll, I'll watch these things like, oh, my God, really? That's awful. And then I'll try to do the research. And it's like, 
No. Can't find any data. That's hearsay. It's like there's no proof of that whatsoever. And so that is something I will not do on this show. It's like if I ever say something that I believe is just, well... I've heard this. I can't can't verify. I will let you know that. I'm not going to like put something out there like, oh, this is fact, and this is like this is established science, and this is that's the way it is. You know, that's like I was talking about the pseudo science of disinformation at the beginning of the show. I am not going to do that on this show. I am going to try to be as accurate and factual as I possibly can. And just like if you ever download my show notes, which I provide, I share my show notes. This is something no other show does. I share my show notes. I share all my links, everything. The same exact show notes that I use for this show when I'm doing the show, all the research I've done. I post it on my webpage, freedomspeaknm.com, and you can download them, and you can you can look, follow the same links that I used. And I and I and I don't just go by one source; I go by a whole bunch of different sources. You know, our aunt here can verify that. You know, it's like I'm just like looking at one here, like on my monologue, I researched Epic Times, another place, the Global Research .ca, uh, the Central Virginian, and a number of other uh, another a number of other sources. The New York Times. The New York Times. I've got I've got subscriptions to the New York Times, the L.A. Times, uh, the Wall Street Journal. I I I look at all, all of these all sources. All those liberal rags. All of them. All of them. Yes, they yes. might be. I, I and I, I make. I started getting the Wall Street Journal, and I. I ordered it for like a month, and and I'm still getting it. And I'm like, okay, I don't like this. I just, mm. There's some basic stuff, financial stuff that's in there that's pretty good. But, yeah. But other than that, that's pretty liberal. <laughs> Thing is, in order to be able to um, speak about this stuff and understand, you got to understand what the other side is doing exactly. too. You know, exactly. you, you got to know your enemy. Right. <laughs> keep them real close. <laughs> That's keep them. I keep them as close as I possibly can. That's right. <laughs> you know, I wanted to uh, mention real quick uh, something that I'm seeing a lot in the news right now. This guy with George Santos, because we are talking about freedom of speech today, and we're talking about, and I talk about a lot. I talk about uh, due process and things like that. So. This is my thought on this about George Santos. Okay. And there are a number of Republicans in the House that are also having a problem with this. And I think I agree with them. Okay. They've got all this evidence they say they have on George Santos. He's, you know, they're talking, they, they, they're talking about it. Has he been indicted for anything? I, I, I don't know if he's been indicted. indicted. He may have been indicted, but he hasn't been. Right. It's not. But, so he's, there's a lot of accusations right, out there. Right, but nothing, nothing. Okay. Uh, in other words, he's, there's no crime that's been committed. Exactly. Right. Okay. So there are accusations right. out there, but that's all. Right. He has not been convicted of anything. of anything. Right. Okay. And they're talking about removing him from his elected post in, right. in, in government uh, because of accusations. Mm-hmm. I have a problem with that. I do too. I really do. I, I don't think. Well, it's sort of like let's impeach. Let's impeach Trump. Let's impeach we, Trump with no with yeah. no evidence. Let's right? let's find something exactly. to impeach him for. It's like, well, we're going to say we're going to impeach him, and then we're going to find the evidence afterward. Right. It, you know, we taught we you know we constantly condemn and talk about how corrupt and evil the Democrats are all the time yeah. because they do these kind of things. Right. Are we gonna Are we gonna do we the same thing? Follow, we should not no. set that precedent. No, we uh, should. I think we should wait for a true conviction. Yeah. And if he violates the law, then that might be reason for expulsion. Yeah. And so in my view, I think that's the that's the appropriate path. I mean, if we speak, we want to believe in the rule of the law and uh, 
and that's our basic one of our basic principles, then we ought to adhere to that. Mm-hmm. Democrats get away with all kinds of crap because they don't have any principles. No, they don't. And they so, don't have any morals. They right. don't have any principles. So anything so, goes. So exactly. But we do not want to open that door. No. Just because of an accusation, you can be removed from office. Let the uh, let the electorate make that decision. You know, and there are Republicans in Congress that are speaking out and saying, hey— you know, I'm really concerned that we're setting a precedent here right. that's going to come back to bite us later on. Mm-hmm. Trust me, because the Democrats are going to do that to us. You know, the, the Democrats, from what I can see, are remaining silent on this whole thing. Right. They're remaining They're waiting silent. They're to see what we do. Yeah, they are. Because, you know, it, well, it's kind of like what Harry Reid when he broke up the filibuster so that they could get their judges in. Yeah. And everybody said, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. And so he did. And then when we used it, when Trump was in power, we got three Supreme Court justices. Yeah. And it was because of what it's because of what Harry Reid did. He broke their their rule. And he opened that door so when the other power comes in place, because he thought Democrats were going to be in power forever, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and he said, well, now we can get our Supreme Court justices approved, too. And so because they eliminated the filibuster rule for Supreme Court justices. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to do something that can have an impact negatively on you down yeah. the line. Yeah, so my my personal opinion about George Santos, I think what they're doing is wrong, and I think that it's going to come back to bite them. And I really... Hope they, have they do. made a decision on that yet? Have no, they? no, they yeah. haven't. But they're, they, they've, they've already done two, two votes which failed to okay. remove him, and they're talking about a third one. Hmm. And why don't they just wait? I just, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like I know there's more important things right now than him going on in the world, right? There is potential for World War Three uh, with what's going on in the Middle East, and then we have Ukraine and Russia. China's getting involved, and then now we have uh, the BRICS countries that are uh, deciding they're going to basically get rid of the dollar. So there's a whole lot going on in the world that's a lot more important than what's happening with a guy who hasn't been convicted of a crime yet. Yeah, so I just felt like I need to throw that one out there because that's a big story out there, and it, and it falls into something I talk about all the time about making accusations and, and convicting someone in the court of public opinion mm-hmm. rather than actually... Now, he may be a bad guy. I don't he, know. He, I don't know if he yeah. is or not. He might be. Right. I, I don't know, but all I know is he deserves due process like Thank anybody you. else does. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And I think it's just another distraction... Keep everybody occupied. Forget about Ukraine for a while. Yeah. Forget about more money Biden. over there. Forget yeah. about Hunter Biden. Forget about all this other yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's pick on George for a while. Yeah. <laughs> it could be. It could be. I don't know. So, okay. So I know you've been wanting to dig into some of this stuff I had on my actual my actual outline. Well, that's what I study. <laughs> You gave me these notes. And said, okay, I guess I better understand a little bit about this. <laughs> so, all right. So, I want to talk a little bit about. Okay, I think that what the globalists would like to do, and the New World Order people, and the and and the UN, and I mean, they they're putting it right out there for all of us to see, is they want to take over the currency, they want to take over um, speech. Because I, I, I even read an article by the UN where they were talking about uh, how they're so in favor of free speech, but yet they believe it needs to be regulated. <laughs> okay. Um, those are contradictions in terms. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so let's, let's dig into the whole thing with the monetary system and the money. Okay. Okay. Um, there's a lot of stuff going on now. I watched uh, another talk show the other day. I'm not actually not even going to mention uh, the name of the show because they're the one that I told you was putting out information as fact when, in fact, uh, there are no 
there is nothing to back it up, and they certainly do not pro- provide any kind of uh, receipts for anything they're saying, okay. unlike me, which is what I do. So there's this term called tokenization. I'm going to start with that. <clears throat> now, that's a term which I believe originally came about be- in the- because of cryptocurrency, correct? That's correct. That's okay. Correct. Okay. So you want to talk about tokenization first? Well, yeah, we can. Okay. I, I, All right. I, I think... Uh, I think it's it's maybe get a little background because people don't understand the difference between cryptocurrency. Well, let's let's call it digital internet currency. Okay, mm-hmm. let's think of it that way. Um, versus um, versus what we currently have the system we have in place now, where there's central banks. Each country has its own central bank, which is in our in our particular case, it's the Federal Reserve, and that's where our Treasury goes to get money when they need money to to make up the deficit because our politicians keep spending more than we bring in. So as much as they tax us every year, it's not enough to pay all the bills. So they always have to borrow more money from the Treasury, uh, and the Treasury gets its money from the Federal Reserve, and so the Federal Reserve basically prints the money and then hands it to the treasury, and then we owe them money back with interest. So that's kind of how the money system works right now. And as a result of the last 50 years, we now have a $33 trillion debt that we're paying interest on. And that debt has interest that comes due every, we have some 10-year tre- treasury bonds, some, and most of that debt is uh, is we have bonds that are coming due, and most of that debt is paid by other countries, like Japan buys our debt. Our two biggest are China and Japan. They, they pay for most of our debt. They pay the bonds to make up, the, uh, and they pay that interest back to the Treasury, which then pays it back to the Fed. So let me, let me go into a little brief description of tokenization okay. first. Okay, so there are... From the research I did from uh, McKinsey.com, they're saying there's four typical steps involved in asset tokenization. Okay. And so they mention asset sourcing, which says the first step of tokenization is figuring out how to tokenize the asset in question. Tokenizing a money market fund, for example, will be, a diff- will be different from tokenizing a carbon credit. This process will require knowing whether the asset will be treated as a security or a commodity and which regulatory frameworks apply. Right. Then there is digital asset issuance and custody. Mm-hmm. That is, if the digital asset has a physical counterpart, the latter must be moved to secure facility that's neutral to both parties. Then a token, a network, and compliance functions are selected, coming together to create a digital representation of the asset on a blockchain. Access to the digital asset is then stored pending distribution. Then there is distribution and trading, which says the investor will need to set up a digital wallet to store the digital asset. That's something I'm familiar with, with like Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. Depending on the asset, a secondary trading venue, an alternative... Oh, we're coming at the... Okay, let's let's finish this conversation in the next segment. Um, Because this is really interesting, people. And trust me, we're going to go really a deep dive on this stuff. Yeah, this is deep. Yeah. So we'll be right back. You're listening to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back. Yeah, I was just...
Hello, I'm Dr. Dan Lafferty. And I'm Dr. Stephanie Z from ABQ Gentle Dentistry. Putting off a trip to the dentist due to dental anxiety? Let us ease your fears. At ABQ Gentle Dentistry, we are gentle from your first phone call with the receptionist to the dental chair for treatment. We offer oral conscious sedation, IV sedation, and nitrous gas. We have the latest technology to handle all your dental needs right in our office. Same-day crowns, 3D x-rays, 3D printing, digital intraoral photos, and laser technology. Let us transform your life by transforming your smile into a smile you can love. We also offer clear tray orthodontic therapy. You're part of the family here at ABQ Gentle Dentistry. Gentle is not just our name, it's how we treat our patients. We accept most insurance plans and also work with multiple lending companies to help make financing possible. Y hablamos español. We're located at 4550 Eubank Boulevard, Northeast, Suite 101. Give us a call at 505-292-8588 to begin your journey to an awesome smile. Or on the web at albuquerquegentledentist.com. I'd like to tell you about where I take my own car for general auto repairs. Gennaro's Auto, located at 544 Louisiana Boulevard Southeast in Albuquerque, can take care of all your general auto repair needs with fast, friendly, honest service at the lowest price in town. Gennaro's can handle anything from tune-ups and electrical repairs to a total engine swap. E. Tim Young, hablamos espanol. Give Gennaro a call at 804-8750 or just stop by their shop at 544 Louisiana Boulevard Southeast. Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Genter from High Desert Chiropractic and Wellness. For 27 years, I've been helping patients by gently treating the root cause of their health issues, not just symptoms. Treatments include various chiropractic techniques and therapies, such as electrical stimulation, ultrasound and intersegmental traction, or the roller table. Let's help you be your best self by helping you achieve optimal wellness and maintain it lifelong. Located at 5310 Homestead Road, Northeast, call us at 505-292-2226. Do you need a trailer to haul something around? Check out my friends at JP Trailer Sales. They've been doing business in Albuquerque for seven years. Whether you're hauling cars, landscaping equipment, dirt, or your favorite off-road toys, JP Trailers has the perfect trailer at a great price to fit your needs. They have open trailers and closed trailers and can even do special orders. You'll always receive great, friendly customer service and no appointment is ever needed. Stop by their location at 7605 San Pedro Drive, Northeast in Albuquerque, Monday through Saturday, 10 to 5 p.m. You can also call them at 505-469-1667 or 505-557-8164 or check them out on the web at flatbedtrailersusa.com. Would you like to move on from being a keyboard warrior to owning your own media? I'm Floyd Cisco with Spoken Words in New Mexico. I can take your event to the next level by providing cameras, microphones, video switchers, and other hardware to turn your event into a professional production. See what I've done for others and what I can do for you at rumble.com slash spoken words New Mexico. To get started, send me an email at spokenwords.nm at protonmail.com. Again, that's spokenwords.nm at protonmail.com. Are you a small business with unique skills that believes it can bring value to Sandia or our other national labs and would like to grow your national lab contract portfolio? Then listen up. Working with any of the national labs can be overwhelming. From the lengthy terms to the bureaucratic red tape, it can feel like these labs don't want to work with small businesses. Nothing could be further from the truth. They want and need exceptional small businesses to be part of their supply chain. 
I can help you. My name is Asa Bortz Johnson, owner of Sandia Consulting Group. I spent 10 years as a subcontract manager at Sandia Labs and can help you navigate the bureaucracy. My central objectives are to increase your firm's probability of winning a contract, minimize your administrative burden, shorten the time frame from proposal to purchase order, and maximize your firm's profit. Give me a call at 505-362-3499 or go to my website at sandiaconsultinggroup.com. Schedule your no-cost meet and greet to discuss how Sandia Consulting Group can support your mission. Did you realize that our skin is the largest organ of the body? How often do we pay attention to what it's telling us? Hi, I'm Tomei with Skin LLC, and we don't just cover up imperfections, we heal them. Our skin being the largest organ of the body tells a story. Beauty and skin alike are often overlooked because we get overwhelmed with so much daily input. You can learn your own skin and beauty story through the customized treatments we provide, personalized just for you. Let us give you the education, healing, rejuvenation, and restoration to support your journey. Call or text 505-918-4211, mention this ad for a free phone consultation, and visit our website at abqskinllc.com. That number again is 505-918-4211. To Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. I'm Becca. And I'm got, Stella. We got Stella over here. And we got our guest, Aunt Thornton. Hi, crowd. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I want to thank you for listening to us on KDAZ, Conservative Talk ABQ, 96.9 FM AM 700. And um, they've got their streaming link also, conservativetalkabq.com, if you're uh, listening to the replay on Saturday. And also, uh, if you're watching us live, our call-in line is 505-444-5059. We'd love for you to call in, join the conversation. And if you want to send us your questions and comments, you can send them to Becca, B-E-C-C-A, at freedomspeaknm.com. So I was about ready to get into a conversation with Ant here because he is uh, very, very familiar with the whole cryptocurrency thing. And so I'm kind of going at this from a couple of different angles. There's a lot of... A lot of talk out there about how the globalists, the New World Order, uh, they want to put uh, put into effect this whole concept of a um, global uh, digital centralized currency. It's not Bitcoin. It's not. It's something. It's kind of like the Bitcoin, but it's controlled by the government, and it is something in which they will track every single thing that you buy can potentially control what you can buy or sell. And if you're misbehaving like me and you're considered dangerous by the the WHO, uh, who knows, once they take control of everything, all the money, then uh, they might just decide that Becca does not need to be able to buy and sell. 
I think that's true. So, so I think it's important for people to understand that there's uh, two things going on at the same time. And <clears throat> it's really easy to get confused in how that goes. So the central governments uh, are trying to create what's called a central bank digital currency, mm-hmm. CBDC. Our own government is in the process of doing that. In fact, they've been working with MIT to develop this, MI, this uh, digital currency. Basically, it will eventually replace the dollar. And the reason they want to do that is, uh, just as Rebecca said, it, it's, it allows them to see where every, all the transactions, all exchanges of money are going and what you're doing. And, but it's centralized, so it's all going through the government. <clears throat> and that is happening <clears throat> excuse me, all over the world. All the governments are trying to figure out a way to do that. And so while it's not necessarily one central currency, because each country will have its own central bank, but that that central bank would be able to issue the dollars and then give those dollars to whoever they want. And every transaction that you will ever do will be basically located on what's called the blockchain, which is a, a which keeps track of every every particular transaction's ever occurred. And it does that and it's an immutable device and it basically can track that. So, so, and the reason they wanna do that is it allows them to say when the government gives your taxes back, they'll be able to send you your money the same day you send in your tax return. And so they'll say it's instant money coming right back to you. It frees up, you don't have to wait six weeks or whatever, so it's, they're gonna make it sound like it's very good. And they're gonna ha- have all the banks be required to basically report all their transactions. And so everything will go through this central banking. That's something that's really, really bad. We do not want that. And the perfect example of why we don't want that is when, remember when Canada was going on, uh, the truck strikes? Yeah, yeah. And the truckers were striking up in Canada? Well, they used uh, artificial intelligence to do facial recognition on all the truck drivers who yeah. were protesting. they confiscated their money. And then they confiscated their money. Mm-hmm. They stopped them from traveling. Uh, they couldn't pay their mortgages. They couldn't buy food. So they basically closed down all of their, and so do we really want the government to have that kind of control of our of our transactions? No. But that's what will happen with the central, and that's going to come. It's coming. And whether you like it or not, it's going to happen in the United States. Uh, They're working very hard to make that happen. Yeah, they're not putting all this time and effort into right. just researching it. I've, no. I've heard people say, oh, well, they're just investigating. the." Right. No, no, they want to do it. So they're going to replace the dollar with the digital dollar. Yeah, and that's, that's what go- they want to do. And it's going to happen. And so whether we like it or not, that's going to happen. Now, so that's one thing that's happening. Now, what's going on at the same time is everyone's aware of cryptocurrencies. Uh, the initial concept of that was Bitcoin. The difference between cryptocurrencies and what the federal government is doing is it's decentralized. So they say Bitcoin is really the first invention of a decentralized internet money. And it's unique in the fact that the creation, it creates an asset without an issuer. In other words, there is no issuer. The issuer is the software. And there, there's no single end. The beauty so they're creating money out of nothing, just like they're doing right now. Exactly. How, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. However, yeah. uh, the beauty of this it, is... You know, I got to thinking about this the other day, Ant, about how the, the, the uh, Federal Reserve, how they create money from I, nothing. They don't. I mean, who, who wouldn't want to have a business like that? And Where then, it's like, okay, I'm not going to manufacture anything, but you're going to pay me for I'm it. Gonna, I'm going to send you money I'm gonna that send, I made out of thin air, and then you're going to send me interest. That's, you're going to send me interest <laughs> on nothing. I've just created it out of nowhere. Right. It's, and that's what the It's like, is. that's insane to even think about. But, I, I, hey, yeah. the Federal Reserve was created in 1913 for that exact 
purpose. You know, and it used to be it used to be that uh, dollars had a, a representation in gold uh, back at the beginning, and it used to even say redeemable in, in gold, gold. Right. and now it just says all good for all debts, public and private, which isn't necessarily true anymore because there's a lot of businesses out there now that are saying they won't accept cash. It's like, so this is not good for all debts, public and private. Right. So, yeah, I don't understand that. Well, that's been challenged in court a little so, bit so too. People challenge that Bitcoin's not back. Now, I think anything. the way to deal with that is not do business with businesses that don't take cash. Uh, well, that's true too. But uh, most, it's going to go to the point where cash will not even be a, a, a thing you can do anymore. Uh, that's what they want to go to. They want to make everything electronic transactions. Yeah. And so the question is, how do you get out of that? Oh, system? guess who's calling? We got Coy Griffin calling in. Oh, okay. Well, All maybe right, since he's uh, yeah. on the line, we'll we'll get back <laughs> to that. Yeah, we'll we'll circle back to that. Yeah, okay. Man. Coy, how's it going? Are you with us, there, Coy? I don't hear you, Coy. Are you are you on speaker? <laughs> I, I don't know what he's on. Or mute? Did you mute us? <laughs> Did you mute us, there, Coy? Coy, you're on with Becca and Stella. Can you hear us? Tell you what, Coy, why don't you try calling us back because I cannot hear you. There's something going on with your phone. Okay, I'm going to hang up. Call us back. Hopefully he'll call back in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah something's going on with his phone. Yeah. Can you hear me now? <clears throat> so, yeah. So this whole thing about creating something from nothing. Right. But, I mean, okay, he's trying it again. Let's see if we can get him this time. Uh, hey, Coy, I can hear you now. You there? Hey, you got me now? Yeah, I got you now. How you doing? Uh, well, well, how are y'all doing today? Well, we're pretty good. You've been listening to us, or what? what's going no, on with you today? I haven't been on, no, I've been trying to, I've been trying to let my ducks out and the road. And I... are, are you out in D.C., or are you traveling? He lost a bit. Uh-oh. I think he has a bad sell there. Yeah. You're dropping out on us there, Coy. Can you try to get a, get to a good spot and then just kind of stop there? Yeah. Stop moving around. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll try to get him back. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. anyway. All right. So, um, yeah, you know, I was talking to you during the break, uh, Ant, about how I've got this big, huge, like, water cooler container. I don't know how many <laughs> gallons that sucker holds. I mean, a lot. How many, right. how many gallons one of those things hold? It's a whole lot. But I've got it like a third of the way full with, of coins. with coins that I've been tossing in there for years. And a lot of the coins are quarters. And so I'm thinking... You know, maybe I should... It's uh, worth the time to take it to a change place and, and turn it into... Maybe turn it into something else. Right, because I'm not, exactly. I'm ha- not having... I'm having less and less faith in cash all the time. You know, and it's like, you know, my roommate, he does this joke all the time, which is completely worn out. But he's always, you know, when he hands somebody paper money, he says, well, here, I'll give you this IOU from the federal government. <laughs> and it's like... Well, there's yeah. a lot of truth to that. I mean, the dollar... It is. So people don't realize, uh, you mentioned earlier that the dollar used to be backed by gold, and it was. Back in the 1900s and before, it was backed by gold. One twentieth of an ounce, basically, was what a dollar was worth. Uh, yeah. One twentieth of an ounce of gold. In other yeah. words, you can convert it to 
twenty dollars would give you a full ounce. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, and that was amazing. I mean, because it was really backed. In fact, it was that way until twenty thirty two, I think, or or nineteen thirty two. I'm sorry. Um, before we went, uh, they confiscated all the gold. They basically said, "Take everybody turn." And because what was happening was, other people were wanting to convert their dollars back to gold, and the government said, "Well, we don't want to give you." In fact, we're going to make gold out. We're going to outlaw gold. Outlaw gold. And we're going to take it, give it us, give us it back to us. And as soon as they got everybody's gold back, they changed the standard from being one twentieth to one thirty fifth. So the the price of the it was. Uh, $35 for gold. It was 135th instead of 120th. So they basically upped the price of gold. See, so that's. After they took the money back. So that's that's the concern I have with cash, okay? Um, is like I've got all these coins, which uh, I, I'm sure that putting them back into the system would be a great thing because apparently we have a shortage of coins. <laughs> I never bought into that. You, you've got them all. I, yeah, I've got I've got them all. That's right. I've got the you know those coins you're missing. I've got them. They're in a they're in a big huge water container. Um, but but anyway, so I, I'm thinking that yeah maybe uh, you know maybe they'll do the same thing to cash. Maybe they'll outlaw cash one of these days. Like they outlawed gold back then. I mean they really did do that. I mean if they could outlaw gold back then, couldn't they outlaw cash now? I mean they could. And, I, I think they fact, would love to do that. Uh, what, what, rather than outlaw, they'll just make it inconvenient. Yeah. They won't outlaw. They'll just make it inconvenient for you to use because every store will say, oh, we don't have a way of doing that. We just just give me your iPhone and, and, and you know. Oh, Koi's trying to yeah. call in again. Let's see if okay. we got him now. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to talk to him. I hope mm-hmm. we can get him. Hey, Koi, can you hear us now? Hey, yeah. Much I'm better. Sorry. Don't move. Don't, don't, move. don't move. Stop in a good spot. <laughs> Uh, I'll have for, I'll have service for a while, Dad. All right. So tell. Right. So tell us what what's going on because we actually our friend Tamara called in a little while ago and she was talking about you about your uh, how you're sure. going uh, going back to D.C. because they're not they're they're not giving up on you, are they? Well, it's not that they're not giving up on me; it's that I'm not giving up on this process. Well, um, good good for you. So so what what I, what I'm doing is I'm going back. Um, and I'll pull over them back up because it's important that people know kind of what's going on. Please do. Um, yeah, uh, what, what I, you know, I, I was, I was adjudicated of the disorderly conduct charge, but I was convicted of misdemeanor trespass. And, and they based that conviction on the grounds that, that they were restricted, literally, you know, that we went on to restricted grounds. But, in my appeal, my appeal brings point specifically to the fact that there wasn't any signage or marking or anything to give us indicate or make us aware that 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 was a restricted area. So, if I can if I can get this appeal uh, heard and my conviction overturned based on those grounds, then it would I believe completely change the face of January six because. That would set. That would not only say that we didn't break the law, but it would say that we had all legal right to be there, and any actions that were taken upon us to clear us from that property were illegal actions by a tyrannical government. So um, it could really shift the narrative. I pray, um, as we're all praying, that it shifts. But, yeah. uh, but you know, I mean, we'll see Monday. Monday is Monday. It'll be only argued. People can listen in. The, D.C. Appellate Courts has a website um, that you can listen in to the arguments, um, and then they'll be archived as well. So 
for future reference. Well, you know what, too? You heard that uh, Mike Johnson uh, actually did release all of those uh, videos. No, they haven't. They've, you know, they've they've trickled a few out. Yeah. They're still holding back about 4,000 hours that are probably the most incriminating for okay. And they're talking about blurring faces out and, you know, not allowing everything to be seen. And, and also, yeah, they're releasing it, but you have to go into Washington, D.C. and go into a certain building, and you have to sign up, and then you can go in there and look at it. It's not like it's public source. You know, we need... We need the capital footage to be turned over public source to the media, directly to the American people. Agreed. And then we don't have to live with another JFK because this is a conspiracy through and through. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like the J, they're, they're still, they're still withholding stuff from the JFK thing. Why would you possibly be withholding anything from back in the 60s? You know, I, 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 it doesn't make any sense. Well, it's because it incriminates people that are still alive today. Exactly. Criminal. And you're in control of the judiciary, then you turn it against the people that are going to be bringing justice upon you. You know, I mean, and honestly, like we all, we've all seen the video of uh, George Senior's funeral. Whenever everybody got a little envelope in their little packets, you know, and Jeb looked like he pooped in his diaper when he was standing there. Whenever he looked at his, and the problem with that is George Sr. was the head of the CIA when JFK got killed, and it was, I believe, there was a lot of, um, you know, very dark secrets that America holds that have, a, you know, have been kept secret, and we, we should enter into we Everybody should desire truth and transparency, you know. Every living American should desire the, to just to know the truth, not the spin, not what the media feeds us, but just the truth in its entirety, and we can now have that with the internet and with the digital blessing. Right, that we the infrastructure is in place own, to do that. Yeah, the infrastructure. You could post all that footage on a website. Totally transparent. Yeah. Allow people to look at it when they're on their coffee break at work at Home Depot, mm-hmm. and they can sit down and they can look at their phone and they can see some some of the truth for themselves. I you was know, talking about a little while ago that. if I was to become queen yeah. of the United States and by decree I would just do all these things. That's another thing I would do, and is I would release re- I would release uh, all of these sealed records. They would all become public right. because they be they well, belong to they belong to we the people. Exactly. These people are employees yeah, of ours. They don't have the right to keep this from us. There's 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 places for secrets, you know. There's play and when it comes to our national security, right. especially our defense, you know, absolutely. But whenever the people that that know those secrets are the ones that are involved in the secrets that we really should know, like who killed JFK, you yeah. know, why was he murdered, you know, because the man's life was taken. He was a brilliant, he was president of the United States. Yeah. And the way they did that, right out in broad daylight, right before the people's eyes, was only an expression of power. They didn't do it behind a closed door and see they did it right out in the open to show the world that they could and that's the scary part Mm -hmm. of it you know i mean well you know and the the january 6th uh, tape footage is is why would there be anything to hide why would there be anything to hide from us and why would they want to blank out why would they want to blank out faces i'm sorry coy coy this is aunt thorpe yeah no um, Aunt, hey, Aunt, Aunt is on with us today. Yeah, I'm on. It, it was, I'm on it, here. It was a real, 
It was a privilege to meet you. Yeah. Nice meeting you as well. Uh, we we met at the when the Second Amendment thing with the <laughs> uh, yeah when she was trying to take our guns. But uh, did, did you come to did you come to the uh, the the park there where we were? I, no, I didn't go to the park. Yeah, I went to that. Yeah, yeah that was, was that was great. We had a lot of people was, show up for that. I went to the news to the news thing. Okay, uh, at yeah, the headquarters RNC headquarters. Yeah, we all showed up at that with our with our carrying our our right. guns open carry. Yeah, exactly. Just in defiance. Exactly. It's like oh, we're in a park. Come, come get us. Get <laughs> come arrest us all if exactly. you want to. Make it happen. Well, yeah. in all in all this you know, I mean, I, I don't I don't carry my gun in defiance. I just carry my gun because it's my inalienable right yeah. to bear arms. You know, it's not a right that the government gives me. If it was a right that the government gave me, then I might wear it in defense whenever they take it away. But it's inalienable. So I, yeah, I, I, inalienable. You just step it's a right. It's not a privilege. Like step, I'm always saying. You just step fully out, fully out into it. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's why we're, that's why we're out where we're at right now as a country, because we keep, we keep just letting them back us up all the time. Right. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you out there. I, I know you're the, at the pointy end of the spear on, on leading the charge here, and we certainly appreciate the, the fight that you're giving you. I just want, want you to know you have a lot of people behind you supporting Totally. Totally. Yeah. We are, we are, that. we are so grateful, Coy, mm-hmm. that you're not rolling over and giving well, in. Well, you know, we we just can't. And, and, you know, by God's favor and with his leading, he's allowed me the platform that I stand on now. And it's been a blender and it's been painful at times, but but it's been the greatest honor in my life all the same, you know. And I truly do believe we're going to get through this. The most important battles to win right now are the battles in the courts. And the Supreme Court, I mean, you know, I... I, I haven't even shared with y'all as of late the action in our New Mexico or in the Supreme Court. Whenever New Me- whenever I was removed from the from by Matthews in the first district on the insurrection scam, right? And that um, you know that I was that was that. totally wrong. I don't see how a judge can uh, remove an elected official. Absolutely, but I but I appealed that action that judge's order to the New Mexico Supreme Court. And they skirted me, and they didn't respond to my appeal, which opened up the avenue to go directly to the United States Supreme Court mm-hmm. and appeal that fraud in the U.S. Supreme Court, is what, which what I did. So it was picked over, and it wasn't looked at, and it hasn't been responded to. So out of our impatience, we filed a motion to the United States Supreme Court to demand a response by December the 14th. And as soon as we filed that, the United States Supreme Court immediately remanded the New Mexico Supreme Court and told them to give a response by December 14th. Wow. So it's pretty interesting to see. I mean, this whole thing is kind of like a chess game, you know. But, you know, now the New Mexico Supreme Court can once again have the opportunity to do what's right. And, you know, there we know it's a very liberal-leaning bench in New Mexico, but, you know, they have a superior bench hanging up over the top of their head that has more of a conservative makeup to it, or supposed mm-hmm. to, you know. So um, it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. But I pray that by December 14th, around that time, that a lot I, I can get a lot of closure on the legal side of this and we can 
we can keep moving forward. Definitely yeah. on on that okay. case, keep me in the loop on that one if you wouldn't mind, Coy. Absolutely, because you that's know, important. Well, I, mean, I I don't see how a, a judge can remove an elected be, official. And it should be important to both sides of the aisle, Democrat and Republican. Should be whatever you can take a a civil lawsuit, which is what they did with me. And they charged me for a criminal action. I mean, if I was guilty of insurrection, I should have been charged in the criminal courts, not mm-hmm. in the civil court. Right? right. Yeah. So there was fraud to begin with. And then to at the end of it, to remove me from office after I had already survived a recall campaign that was waged against me after January 6th. So the people of District 2 in Otero County spoke and said, no, we won't point a stay. And since they couldn't get me out that way, they used the civil lawsuit. So at the very end of this, legally, on the civil side, I pray that there's a class action lawsuit filed by the people of District 2 in Otero County against the state of New Mexico because their will was taken away of the people. Because when they removed me, it allowed the governor to replace me with a Democrat that had run for office eight times and lost every time she ran to the governor. Salt in, in the wound down here in Otero County went, you know. So maybe at the end of this deal, it won't be the governor laughing, but it'll be the people down here in Otero County, I pray. Yeah, because basically you know? the voters have been disenfranchised. We hear that term all the time. Absolutely. But this is clearly a, a case of disenfranchise. 1,000%. Yeah. With the current deal on the U.S. side with Santos right now, and what a complete bozo this guy i think he is i mean i think he was a tranny dancer down in south america in you know we talk we talk it's funny the you guy should has a very it the should, guy it, has a very very checker a very very checkered past yeah, he does but here's the thing the here's the thing coy it's like we talked to, it, it's funny we talked about george santos just a little while ago and that really really does kind of parallel what you're talking about with what happened to you and i was talking about okay sure. he's accused of all these things but he hasn't been convicted of anything so well, you, you know you can't go remove somebody based on an accusation and i would go as far as even say even if he broke the law in a grievous way yeah if the people are still willing to elect him in that district who is the government to take away the will of the people right they shouldn't be trying to expel him right now they should wait until the next election or wage a recall against him and remove him by the people not not establishment rhinos in dc right now you know and here's you know? here's the thing coy it's like i was mentioning how the democrats are remaining silent on that something just occurred to me if they manage okay. to remove this guy from congress based on accusations yeah. then the democrats yeah. can come right back and make a case saying well you know you just set some precedent here and so we don't think right. that uh, D- donald trump should be allowed to run for president because look at all the accusations against him absolutely right Life is there would be nothing stopping them from doing that's why they're remaining silent sure mm-hmm. yeah well you know, in life is about precedence. We said it in our own personal lives, and we said it in government, and we said it in the law. And if they want to start expelling people out of Congress, I think it's very a very dangerous road to go down. Mm-hmm. Just like it is here in New Mexico to use a district, a state district court judge who's a Democrat on a bench trial to rule on grounds of insurrection. I mean. Yeah. Francis Matthews is a fraud. I'm sorry, Francis. Oh, yeah. You are what you are. You know, you know I had Derek Scott I mean, in the I, studio you, with you me guys, one time. 
and we went through that ruling that he did. That guy is a joke. I, I, I don't know why that guy is, why anybody can consider him to be qualified to be a judge. 1,000. Hey, I really hate you, but I got to keep moving that direction. No, that's but, fine, uh, Coy. You guys, you guys keep stay in the loop and uh, keep me in your prayers. 9:30 a.m. Eastern time. I'll be uh, oral arguments will be heard. Anybody that wants to find it, can look at the DC Court of Appellate's website. Okay. And uh, they can hear it there, and then it'll be also be archived where you can reference it later. Well, Coy, thanks for calling in and updating us on this. And when you get back in town, let me know, because I'd like to have you in the studio with us. We'll do, Becca. Sounds good. And good hearing your voice. Good hearing. Good hearing. Hey, best of luck, brother. And we're praying for you, Coy. I appreciate so. you, man. Yeah. All right. right on. All right. Yeah. Okay. Safe you. travels. All right. All right bye. Bye. Well, he called in. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's going through hell. Oh, but, and uh, back. And yeah. Uh, it's, it's unreal what they're doing. It I is. Mean, he, it's just it's, an uh, injustice. You know, and he's not caving and rolling uh, rolling right. over. You know, I, I talked about a while back about uh, all of these uh, um, co-defendants in this nonsense going on with Donald Trump and how a lot, like Sidney Powell, she rolled over. I know. She rolled over, she took a plea deal, and she agreed to testify against Donald Trump. I, I'm sorry, I have no respect for her exactly. anymore at all. Exactly. None. Mm-hmm. Um, they need these people need to stand strong because they did nothing wrong. Right. It's like okay, no, I'm not going to take, take a plea deal. You can I can tell you exactly what to do with your plea deal because I'm not <laughs> going to turn on my friends. Which is just from here on out, I'm just going to say I'm going to pull an Elon Musk. That's right. And everyone will know. <laughs> you what can we just go by. f yourself. Yeah, yeah I'm just that's gonna, right. Just tell them that. Just, <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to all pull Elon Musk right from here on out. You know, okay. I something happened to me many many years ago, and they got me in a little room, and they were trying to t- get me to turn against some friends. And I basically told them, no, I'm not talking. I'm, you can just go F yourself because I'm not going to turn on my friends. Right. <laughs> and, they, and I never heard from them again. There you go. So, so you call them on their right. threats because their threats are, they hold no weight at exactly. all. Exactly. So anyway, we'll be right back uh, for the final hour. We're going to finish up on this stuff we're talking about with the, with the digital uh, banking tyranny and freedom of speech and everything that goes along with it. I'm going to get you to buy Bitcoin. Okay. <laughs> Lots of good stuff. Don't go anywhere. Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and so on. Thank you.